There must be a better way to describe things, to arrange words, a new way to use words to take you to a place beyond words. There must be. What's going on? I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Philip Hall. And this is Real Church Matters, where we talk real church matters because real church matters. matters. How you doing, Philip? I'm doing good. I, I'm appreciative of having you once again. It never gets old. Nah. It never gets old. I'm uh, always grateful that I have a circle around me of people who... Uh, are learning and growing and uh also grateful that I had a part to play in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a new circle, it's the same old circle. It's the same circle, but that's what I love. The circle is getting it's getting bigger with a lot of little kids. You you help with that as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but but it's also getting stronger. Yeah. Y'all need to be asking yourselves, is your circle getting stronger? Like it doesn't matter who's in your circle if your circle not getting stronger. It can get bigger, but if it ain't getting stronger, you got problems. We'll get to it more in this episode. But uh first of all, housekeeping. Realchurchmatters.com is the website. You can go from there and you can find the actual podcast uh on iTunes Podcast or Spotify or iHeartMedia, or you can tell Alexa. Alexa play Real Church Matters mm. She'll play the latest episode You can't tell her to play older episodes She don't have She's not that smart yet Or well, Alexa Yeah <laughs> but uh, you can tell her To just play Real Church Matters podcast Hey Alexa play Real Church Matters podcast She'll play the latest one Shout out to Charity Who's been on the latest podcast Shout out to Mom Shout out to Dad Just for being him and uh i'm just proud i'm proud of everybody in my life right now i'm watching i'm doing a lot of watching lately and it's been encouraging me um and i think y'all y'all should do a lot of watching too (laughs) watch people and if they encourage you draw them closer to you and if they discourage you, get away. Yeah. And stop trying to be Captain Planet because you're not out here to save the world and you're not out here to save those who don't want to be saved. And that beat dropped at the perfect time. We're not out here to save who don't want to be saved. When the scriptures say, draw nigh to me and I'll draw nigh to you. He's talking about the blueprint for what ripe look like. It says the harvest is right, but the laborers are few. I know we're laborers. You're a laborer, right, Phil? Yeah, absolutely. Philip's a laborer. I'm a laborer. But one thing we don't do is labor in vain. So we labor with people who are drawing towards the light. People who are seeking the light, seeking the truth. I got truth for you. (laughs) If you want the truth, I got truth for you. If you know people who want the truth, give them truth. Out of your mouth, you can direct them to the podcast. You could direct them to me. I, I'll give my number to whoever. Whoever want truth. If you want to debate, if you want to argue, 
If you want to stand on what you think is right without trying to open your heart and your mind to the truth that is very clear to those who are clearly seeing it and want to see it, that's who we here for. Yeah, I, I, you know, when I look at the story of Jesus, is it always was like a open door policy uh, concerning access to him. But, you know, what always like was the defining moment was, hey, it's an open door, but this is a criteria. Yeah, like, this is a criteria. And he wasn't even requesting people to be perfect. He was requesting them to, to do actions that were going to make them. Go into the direction he was going to in. seek yeah. to be seekers. It's literally what you're asking from your children. Yeah, for what sure. you asking from your children is what God asked from us. Yeah, you're not asking for Lee and Anna to be perfect, right? What you asking them for them to do is to understand where they stand in relation to perfection, right? And who they should be seeking in order to get closer to it. Yeah, you expect them to not lean to their own understanding. Yeah. You expect them to acknowledge you in all their ways. Yeah. So you can do what for direct their path. Yeah. That's it, your it, that's it, your job as a father. It requires commitment. The beautiful part about like, you know, family and kids and stuff like that, like is it's a moment where they gotta be with me. Yeah. They don't you know, they don't get a, a, a choice. They don't get a choice. They they don't have to be physically with you. Yeah. But they have to be with you. Right. And even if you disagree, you have to acknowledge the, the distance between you, what you feel and what you must do has to be far. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I didn't have to agree with my parents, but I knew their word meant I have to go. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. I don't have any say in it. My yeah. opinions don't matter. Conversations, debates don't matter. It it don't matter because the the it has to be a level of uh, I don't want to say like like total agreement like authority authority because yeah. when you look at the Bible you had Peter you had Judas all of them went with Jesus yeah yeah but didn't agree didn't agree totally nah and and spoke up sometimes only for him to exact authority my truth doesn't need to be agreed upon for my truth to be truth when I have authority. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like what you say to your kids, this is why it's so dangerous to have bad parents because they can hide under the guise of authority. Right. So if they say what I say, go and you like, yeah, but what you telling us to go will lead to our destruction, man, these kids are left up to a, a bad situation because this person is masquerading authority under ignorance, under ignorance, and it's a it's a delegated authority too. I just had this conversation. I, I know she on my with Ashley. We was we were conversing about our kids, uh-huh. and you know, and that's not why we're having this conversation. Actually, no. we already no. talked about <laughs> yeah. we talked about this last week. Ain't that crazy? We yeah. talked about talk about this. Yeah, nah, she she know, but okay. but like we were talking, and she said she said, you know, God got them. And I said, yeah, he do. Now, there's a delegated authority that he gives parents. Yeah, that's how he got them. Yeah, that's how he got them. Like, <laughs> it's, it's it's a hierarchy. Like, so when things happen wrong with them, he's looking at us. Yeah, yeah. Period. Like, he's looking at us, and then we have to answer for that. Yeah. Until they turn to adults. Until they turn to adults. And then they the de- delegation of authority is gone. Yeah. They, now they are the ones who have been delegated. 
Yep, it's all it's all on them. So when people like, yo, God got these kids, I'm gonna just let them run wild. He has them under authority. Under authority of you. <sighs> Come on now, like I mean, the president, he's not doing anything, right? But he has authority to delegate it for it to get done. So when Biden tell y'all, hey, I'm gonna make sure this happens. All he's saying is, I'm going to put it in the hands of the people who can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put it in the hands. When I, I blessed you with those two girls. Right. That's, that blessing was also a delegation. And it wasn't It wasn't until she said it that it, it hit me. Like, I heard God loud and clear. And then I, when I said it to her, she was like, oh, yeah, that that that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, my bad. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a, a debate or anything like that. It's just, you know. It, it 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 was like a eureka moment. Like. We have to pause for that though, right quick. The understanding where we share things with people. Yeah. I don't want you to agree. Yeah. I want you to be clear. Like I am speaking to gain, give you understanding. Now, if you still don't understand, do not bail out the conversation and say, "You right, you right." Yeah, because because clarity. See, clarity is 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 very important. Even if one disagrees, even if you disagree, it's actually it's it's the only reason why we're speaking. Uh, and that's what I I kind of remind everybody, like even even people I work for. I say, I say, hey, like you gave your your piece, and I'm giving mine. Yeah. So yeah. just so we're clear, just so we're clear, I'm not trying to change your mind. You going you going to stand on whatever? Think about it. Jesus never asked that question. He never turned to the disciples and was like. Do you not agree? Yeah. He always said, do you not understand? Yeah. Because understanding is better. It's better. Even for my kids, you know. Because then trouble. I can judge you. I can <laughs> judge you. If I tell you, do you understand? Yeah. If you don't clean your room, you're going to get a beating. You sure you understand? What did I just say? If I don't clean my room, I'm going to get a beating. Okay. But if I come back in the room not clean, I'm not sitting there like, did you not agree? Did we're, your room need to be clean? We're very clear. We're very clear. Yeah. So guess what I move into? I move into judgment. Yeah. Very clear, decisive judgment. That's what this time here on earth is. Is is We're getting clarity and understanding. We're getting clear. Yeah. Because guess what? I, I said it on Instagram and I'll re- reiterate it because I know everybody not on there and most of the people don't read the stories. But you can tell me all day only God can judge you. But if you don't know what type of judge he is, you in trouble. Yeah. Come on. He's not hearing it. Like, cause he, he not hearing it. Because he already know your intentions of your heart. Right. He know C- all this. Because you're absolving yourself of me judging you. Correct. Great job. But I want you to know you'd be better off with me. Absolutely. We can't. We don't know everything. We <laughs> yeah. don't know the behind the scenes. We don't know the interior motives of people's hearts. See, see, the reason I thought about it is because they're getting the, the, the uh, jury together for the George Floyd, the cop that killed George Floyd. Yeah. Uh, Derek Chauvin They're getting the jury together And they, these jury selections are very Interesting because they're trying to Choose a demographic That favors no side It's impossible It's impossible So you look at the jury selection And they already got like four white men In their 30s And it's like alright The the George Floyd's uh, representation Is like well this is not fair Wait a minute. We don't know how those white people are going to rule. Yeah. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, yes, we do. We, we can bet our bottom dollar on how the majority of them will rule. Will there be one or two to say, you know what? I'm hearing this out fairly and unbiasedly. 
Yeah, but the reason why we even have jury selection is because we have to make sure that we are putting people who understand. Yeah. This man can't understand. Yeah. I need half the people who understand one side, half the people to understand the other, and then we can leave it at that. But it's always tricky because we are literally dealing in a world where they want God to judge them, but you don't understand. You're not clear on what type of judge he is. He is biased. Oh, biased. Oh, he's biased to the reason why he created you. Yes. Totally biased. Like truth above everything. Yeah. Well, you know, family over everything. No, for God is truth over everything. Toe. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's truth over everything. He doesn't take any partiality in any way. That's why when his mother came and they told him, he said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? But he who does the will of God. I still hold that. The reason why I hold my mother close is because she's not just the person who gave birth to me, but she's the person who gave birth to my journey to Christ. Right. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. She wasn't. I, I didn't just walk through her womb and enter a world and not be protected the way I should be. She didn't just nurse me. Yeah. She raised me. How many mothers, you know, raise their children. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you look at today's, uh, like everybody uses eggs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we use eggs for everything. At the rate the chickens make eggs, there wouldn't be enough in the world. Right. So they had to automate it to a point where you go to these factories and these chickens are being like tortured. Yeah. Just to make eggs. And we can't have them sitting on the eggs either. Yeah. Like, so how do you raise more chickens? We put these eggs in a room that simulates. You know what I'm saying? We grew up thinking oh, these chickens got to sit on the eggs to hatch. Nah, nah. not no more. We create incubation that allows the egg, the egg to grow and the chick to mature, even though it's not actually being raised or mothered. It's being prepared for slaughter. Yeah. What you think they doing out here, Philip? Oh, preparing for slaughter. They are incubating children and raising them up to be consumed. Mothers raising daughters to be consumed by men. Yeah. Men raising sons or not there at all. Systems raising men to really just kill each other. And and you don't see it. It's it's like. uh, We don't see it. It's like, you know, Toy Story. They was on the conveyor belt to to be trashed the whole time. And they never knew. Like it's always weird to me on those cartoons. Where <laughs> they, they was be, excited. Yeah, they was like, "We're in to the new world, to the new world." And all of a sudden, you know, they start seeing the flames. Start and, seeing and, the flames, and that's how oblivious we are. Like to what, our demise. Once we see the flames, it's, it's it's too late. It's too late. Once they teenagers, and once all of a sudden we start seeing the same traits that we struggle with, but now it's like two point oh. Then 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 all of a sudden, we, and the reason why we talk about this, and I love that we started here. Yeah. Is because y'all need to mind your business. business. Mind your business. When I tell you to mind your business, this came up because Philip and I, we were were talking about how people seem to take so much pleasure and interest in talking about Kirk Franklin and him cussing out his son, his 33-year-old son, and they're back and forth. And that's the last time you're going to hear me say the name. Last time you're going to hear me reference to the situation that led us to a conversation to say that ain't none of our business. 
I should mind my business. No. But knowing what mind my business is, it isn't just staying out of Kirk's business. Yeah. It's getting in minds. Yeah, and let me know how to get in minds. Like, you know, one one of the one of the things I seen, you know, I ain't like, you know, I've been Kirk before. I've been Kirk at you or anybody else. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you've I've been, been Kirk like Kirk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I've done I've done that. But one thing that it let me know is is this we can be so busy in what we deem is right and we could be so far from our own business. Yeah, that we that we we missing. So everybody minding his business because he was minding another business that that he felt important. And music is important and going to church and stuff, but I watch it happen over and over again in church where you got evangelist this person and pastor this person and then yeah. you look at their 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 kids. You look at their homes. Yeah. And then it's it's an uproar and then it's like what happened? Like this is this is the future. This is the legacy. This is like this is very important because when this, you, this was your first call. Yeah. And here's the thing. This is the thing. Even in the Bible, I was about to say slim. Paul, Paul said, when you choose an elders, yeah. choose men who handle the affairs of their home. Yeah. Who mind their business. Yeah. He said, if they don't know how to mind their business, I can't trust them with the father's business. Because yeah. they haven't done the father's first work. Yeah, that's crazy. I I remember dad when he was uh he was being ordained. Yeah, yeah, talk about it. go ahead, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sat us down and he, and he said it. He and was we, concerned. And, and and we was all like like this is a matter of fact, like duh, like what's this is so hard because he, he's like, Man, I don't have this affair together. Well he felt like he he just didn't. And and he was like, you know, I in that in in that moment, it showed me how much he he re- revered the word of God because he's like no like to to take this this position means I have to have this position completely right yeah, yeah. And, and I don't like that I feel like it's not right yeah and you know for me it, it showed me but that's you know when I hear it because people don't really talk about it because it's, it's, it's one a, of those scriptures that condemn it's going to condemn everybody that's yeah. like. They in church, and then you watch, the, you know, the preacher's kids, and they like, you stole my daddy, and you doing this, and it's like, well, they, they, uh, we didn't steal him. He, he, he ran he had, away. He didn't mind his business. Yeah, he ran away. He, he didn't mind his business, and it's so tough because you're watching church, the families be destroyed subtly, subtly. Actually, and this is this is the way Satan works, is that. You will be made to think that you are doing something righteous in some form or fashion when you're actually not. And the prodigal son story isn't 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 a amendment to 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 the the way your kids. Hey, I out. raised I raised the they <laughs> they do what they want to do. I raised them in the admonition. No, 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 no. We are cultivators, right? I know if you're a good cultivator based on your fruit. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yes, my mother should boast when she references me. Yeah. You want to know why? Because I am the product of her work. Yep. And you wasn't perfect. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. And you wasn't perfect. It just took, <laughs> it just took so so much work. But every good farmer know yeah. that you need fertilizer. 
And you need prune. You got prune. You need the prune. You got to do a junk. lot of work. It's a lot of stuff. You need some boo boo. You need some pruning. The stuff just don't sun. grow on its own. You need some rain. It's messy at times, but it will produce a fruit. And people don't get their hands dirty no more. Right. Mama got her hands dirty with a kid who was messed up. Jacked up. I'm here to tell you, I'm not perfect. I'm not here to, to compare with you. I'm not pulling the receipts out for my life. You should have been there. You wasn't there. You missed out. So sorry. I'm not Kirk Franklin. I'm not sitting here and laying out my private life to you. But yeah. those that know, know that there was a long path to get to where I am. Yeah. And it, it's no self pity. Like, one of the things that, that I got caught up in uh, once my situation transitioned. To a different situation is is just like I started to feel self pity. Like man, now now I got to do this. Yeah, yeah. Now now all of this is on me and <laughs> for these particular days, and I gotta make sure. And, and I, I I had to catch myself because because I'm still not like them. I'm st- <laughs> real church matters. I'm still not like them. Yeah, I still ain't. It require it, it requires us to work. And, and even to, harder, even harder, and this and this is the same work I was supposed to been doing. Real church matters. Supposed to been doing, I, and it don't <laughs> stop. And it doesn't. And and and, it, and, and, and and the problem is, is like we we say it's impeding on our life, not realizing that it is our life. Yeah, it you, is what I'll be represented. Of, like when I go to God, if I was to leave here today, He's judging me on that. There's very few things He talks about, like concerning us. He, you know, He talks about the marriage and stuff like that. But when it concerns kids, like you know, it's, not just not just kids. See, your heart. Yeah. It, this is the other thing, guys. I was gonna put this on social media. I realized that everything can't be tight. Some things I was like, I saved this for the podcast. But I think there's a reason why every depiction of Satan is like half man, half goat. (laughs) (laughs) Because we make him the scapegoat. Oh, absolutely. He's the scapegoat for everything. And I said this and I'm saying it here. Satan is not the reason for the most damage in your life. No. No, he exists. He does exist. He does exist. He exists to bring attention to the things that distract you so that you can hang yourself. He shows you there's a rope. No different than what he showed Eve. He showed her a rope. Don't worry about what type of fruit was on that tree. Let me tell you what was that. What was there? A rope by which she could hang herself. He showed her the rope. He'd been showing us the rope for a long time, bro. Sometimes I actually put that thing around my neck. Yeah, and sat there and was like, you know what? I think this is supposed to be for me. And he like, Slim, if you don't jump, Satan is the voice you hear when you reading a text message. He he puts in all the punctuations, the inflections. He, he the, like if I had to explain Satan, he he is that. That's why I, I've been just I've been practicing having real phone conversations yeah. because leaving room for him to to do his narration of. What I'm reading, and from who, and and how yeah. did they say this, and how yeah. did they spell this, and, and you got to it's got to cast it out your mind. You got to, but it's it's that reality is that they want to hide behind him. Yeah, you want to hide behind this culture. I was I, I, this type of minister I grew up being because I was taught. So I'm a, when I got the chance to teach, I'm talking more about Fifty Cent than I'm talking about Jesus. Yeah, 
I'm, so. I'm coming against things that have influence on the young people when I don't even realize they only have influence because the true influence has been marginalized. Yeah. He's I, been neutralized. Listen, bro, we come into the, the when kids come into this world, they don't as, know about as, none of that stuff. As, as a parent, I've watched my kid. When she opened her eyes, she looked at me as the hero. That's it. The only time they switch it is when we give it up. And we don't even realize as parents when we give it up. Real, 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 real church. We give it matters. up the second we we show them who our God is. Come on, Phil. Who 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 excites us? I'm I'm very careful and, and this is something that I, I share <sighs> with, with you know the other parent. I was like, I'm very careful about like what I deem excites me. Because I've noticed my kids, they're running there, they watch me watch the Ravens game, and they see it excite me, so they throw their Ravens jersey on, and they they with it because that's what they they when they come into this earth, they got two heroes here. That's yeah. all they know. That's all they know. So, so once we start pointing elsewhere, we start pointing. Beyonce excites me now. They look at Beyonce like I want to excite my mama like that, or I want to excite my dad. Like yeah, that. yeah. What do I need to do? Oh, she got a short dress on. She, she she gyrate like this, and it's really that simple. Yeah. It's really on a base level that simple. Like I, I want to win affection, even as adults. Like right now, there's a lot of adults who want to win their their Bro, parents. I literally affection. had, I literally had a grown woman say to me, "I want men to look at me like they look at her." It took me aback to even hear that. But it's true. But I'm it's glad, true. I'm glad she was honest enough. She to was. Say it. She was honest enough. And the thing is, is that when you you can get knocked off off track when you and I, that's where I consider myself a lot like Peter. You can get knocked off track when you see things you you wasn't ready for, right? But this is this is what you're here for. Oh, absolutely. And that's the reason. Another reason why I want to do this podcast about minding your business is that if you don't think that this is the reason you're here, it will always discourage you. Right. When you understand you got to have a taste for this stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine like being a cop and then you hear a gunshot and you duck? Can you imagine being a cop? And you see a bunch of black guys and you get scared. That's what we're dealing with with these white cops. Oh, absolutely. We're dealing with people who have assumed their responsibility but don't know the name of the business. And yeah. it's so easy to do. I like looking at the the, the story so, of Jesus. Oh, it's so easy to be parents. I promise you. It's so easy to be parents. <laughs> Even a caveman does it and he been doing it. And it's it's guys out here. I was about to say the N word. It is guys out here who got so many kids that it's not even funny. And it's kids by different mothers. It's kids in different states. It's interstate foolishness. It, it's kids in different countries. It's so easy to take on the responsibility, to take on the title, but not even realize what it takes to be that. What it takes, and you and you need a circle that reminds you. Jesus, when he was in, in, in the, when he was looking for him and he was in synagogue as a child, yeah. he literally had to remind his parents. Yeah. And and the, the realism of 
the way he had to remind them, like because they was trying to parent him. They was trying to parent him, and <laughs> given the history behind, so we we not only got a kid, we got a kid that was immaculate of conception. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Then and, and, then and they we was had, trying to kill him. They was trying to kill him, so we had to move. And then now we dealing with a son like we they had to be so lax to where my man could run off, mm-hmm. and literally they had to. Find them like yo. Where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? They say they look for him. Yeah, yeah. They had to look. They had to look, and that shows you even as parents, like Jesus' parents, they didn't even know where to look for him. They didn't. He turned up in a synagogue. But but how was they that oblivious? Like they knew. I'm talking about you. You talking about science? They knew from <laughs> like from the time he was born before he was born. He they it was concrete and stone who he was because Philip. When you're in it, it's easy to lose sight. My point exactly. I know. I know your point. <laughs> all the all the signs are there. All the signs are there. When I, I when I, I told, when I first held my my kids, yeah, it, I told I told them about I, I told Leah about the song I made. Yeah, when she first was born. That song says it all. Yeah, it said, "Look at your little ears. I'll be careful for what they hear. Yeah, look at your little eyes. I'll be careful what they see. You can't forget that." You can't. You can't. People always ask me, and I don't, I don't, you know, way before Instagram, way before anything, I was recording videos yeah. just so I could, I could remind myself of. You have to. Yeah. That. For for those of y'all who, who, who are operating in this world where you don't know the usefulness of memories, they remember such negative things, bro. Yeah. They only remember the negative. They are misallocating their, the, gift that God gave you to remember it's the reason do you know what I'm saying like we could capture p- pictures and moments and all people can remember is negative stuff it's all they can remember it's unfortunate because remembering is how we reinforce what is already in us we have to be reminded bro I had to remind myself and, <laughs> I, and I'll be honest with it like you know an issue when the issue happened with with Kids getting out of line and stuff. Mm-hmm. It 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 really shocked me, and you know I was just sitting there, and God reminded me like I would I would hum on on and talk to Anna before she was here. I would mm-hmm. hum talk to her every single day, and the second she was born, she was screaming, crying, and I said, Anna, she stopped, opened her eyes, and. You know, everybody thought it was the coolest thing. And God had to remind me, like, you know, the same power your voice had then, the same power it has now. <sighs> she, you got to rely on the authority I gave you. Like, people take it for granted, though, that they can speak to, to like, they want to speak to the millions and millions of people. Yeah, that's the nasty part, bro. They <laughs> want to speak life to everything but the thing they were called to speak. And they to. starving to hear it. Yeah. When when you t- when you told me like Liz, you know she yeah, yeah, yeah. talk to him. Yeah, yeah. You know it hit me because I'm like, you know I I I I hear people all day and they they hey bro what you think of this and what you think of that yeah, yeah. it just lets me know I feel like I'm doing a good job. I gotta turn up the heat I gotta be up in this girl's face so she can know like, yeah and, and that's where the, the thing is like we all can be as oblivious to the things that we need to tend to. 
Yeah, because his people they like ah oh, he he up there cussing them out, but he he, he want to dance. He, they was kind of splicing people. People turning to Steven Spielberg. They yeah. editing stuff with him dancing, dancing on stage, and then all of a sudden he he cussing and fussing. Yeah. And it's like you don't understand when he was dancing on stage, he, he was in his business, but he just doesn't understand. Yeah, how you we all need to understand. How easy it is to get caught up in one facet of your life and not realize you have to be a lot of things to a lot of people, a lot of people. at a lot of times. And if you ain't cut for it, then why did you do it? People ask me that. They ask, they say, Phil, what happened to you in music? And what happened? Like talking to my kids on FaceTime was haunting. Yeah. Not being there and being in the studio full of adults while my kids are, are sitting Somewhere else, yeah, it's haunting. When I when I know better, and, and here's the thing: this is the thing too is that we we want to share this because I want people to learn from it. Yeah. So I would I would not understand, and I'm understanding now that people do know what they're doing, but they're trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah, and a lot of frustration comes from that. Oh. So while I could be sitting there like, bro, bro should be here. Mm-hmm. Bro want to be there. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, hell no, he should be there. Yeah. Nah, he knows. He's trying to figure out two things. And he's supposed to figure it out. Right. He is tasked to figure it out. Right. And we need to take the opportunity on this podcast right now. For those of you who think. You come from the school of church that's telling you you got to choose. You need to come from the school of church to teach you how to have wisdom. Right. Not everything need to get cut out your life. Yeah. What need to get cut out your life is your desires. But in the midst of you getting out the way, you will start to unveil, reveal how to balance life. Everything. Everything. When When you get your desire out of the way. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Desire's the biggest thing. Wanting, wanting to tackle dreams. Like, well, it's never too late to dream. You get past this, you know, and, and, and it's no knock. At, your your at approach the, to music changes. Yeah. Now, now all of a sudden, I don't, you don't have to. Nobody has to tell you that I don't need to be in the studio at this time. Yeah. Because you know the difference between the times you need to be there and the times you don't. Why? Because you're no longer trying to figure out how to serve every desire in your life. Yeah. People are torn when they have a. Uh, uh, you have all these desires. They're not inherently evil. Yeah, I want to make money doing what I love and what I haven't been gifted to do. Makes sense. Yeah. I also want to be there for my children and my family. Makes sense. Why am I stuck between the two? One has to be more powerful than the other. My purpose should be primary to everything. Already messed up right there. Yeah, because wisdom will show you how to move in the giftings. And also move in what you've been gifted, and you and you don't want to misteach your your kids. You don't. We got to stop. The, that's why I'm yeah. taking a pause right here. Yeah. When we talk about minding your business, we got to stop telling people. I, I know a dude. He could draw. He, he was in art school. Yeah. He found Jesus and was like, "I can't draw naked women." So you're not going to draw at all. It's, it's, that homeboy just gave up drawing. Totally. Yeah. Just totally. 
Yeah. Like, it's more to draw than, than ninnies, bro. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it seems like you're throwing a baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Why? Because you haven't been taught wisdom and how to engage. When I have to make a decision, I'm making that decision not based on how I can have both my desires, but how I can please God. God. Yeah. That's the difference. That's the difference. That's how I never lose. Yeah. Even when it looked like I'm losing. I it, never it, lose. It's not going to come with any rhyme or reason. And your kids watch that. Like, they know what's important to you. So they, I watched a, a it was a, it was a TikTok. And the, the mom said, hey, if you don't do this, I'm going to take your iPad. And she said, yeah. go ahead, take my iPad. What are you going to do? Play dolls with me? Yeah. Spend time, like, Literally, and I shared it because <laughs> I saw that little girl as Satan. Yeah, you want to know yeah. why? Because she was mocking. Yeah, the, the, but she was giving room to mock. Satan's always giving room to mock. Oh, absolutely. What do you think he was doing? He he planned on mocking God when it came to Job. Yeah, he said, "Bro, you sure you want me to consider him?" He said, "Okay." Did the first thing he was like, mm, "Not bad." But if we made him sick and took his family, I don't think he worship you no more. He's hedging his bets on the part that will make Job a mockery. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? What do you think he's doing right now? Bro, I know you gave him gifts, but if you give him too much, watch him not be able to handle it. Right. I know you gave him children, but if you put him in a situation where it's not the family in which he envisioned, watch him give up on all of it. Right. And that's a real thought. It's always a real You know, it's always a real thought. Because he gets the pleasure. People think yeah. that he want to steal, kill, and destroy. No. My guy wants to make a mockery of what God made. And I don't think that most people don't understand because they never created nothing. Yeah. But nothing drives me more crazy than making a song and playing it for people and they talking through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's the I mean I'm just, and in my head I'm like, yo, this part gonna kill him. Well it can't kill him because they're talking. Man, I wanna come up with an act where people can't even play what I send them unless they got headphones on. <laughs> no, unless they have headphones and the minute they talk, it stops. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Because it's mocking. Yeah, like I spent so much time and care with this, and you don't even give it the respect and reverence of, of silence to listen and take it in. That's what happens with God's creation. He spent so much time making you, Philip, right? Making you like no one else. Like Nick, like you can look like somebody else, right? But you can never be anybody else. Like the part that makes us unique that he spent the most time with is so unique that there is no identical person. There's identical twins who don't act alike. Yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible. Personalities different. Characters different. How they see the world different. Unique. Uniqueness. He spent all that time. There's been so many people born and there's never been a, a ditto. Yeah, because they can look like all. They can have everything identical. Bro, it's people that look like they just pulled up a picture from 1920 and, and the dude looked like Cam Newton. <laughs> like, so much is crazy. And they like, yo, that's Cam right behind him. It's like, no, it's not. But you can have people look like people. Yeah. They can never be people. Yeah. He spent so much time to make you unique. He doesn't want you. To 
to mock that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's the thing that they blow my mind with having daughters. It's like he made that person not for consumption. He didn't even make him to be a wife. <laughs> he I didn't mean, even make him to be a mother, bro. I start those looking are all at things it they, those, those are things that we will be. Yeah, we, you will. Uh, those are offices you will occupy. Jesus is a carpenter. Yes, but that is not <laughs> what he made them for. Yeah, and they never will get to know that. I had to many tell of them. them. I had to tell them. Like I had to tell them. I said, you know, they they always ask questions about things. So, you know. After the you know Gabriel birthday thing and all of that, they say, "Well, man, it's 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 tough, you know. You know, I wish God had him here." And I said, "Nah, God knew better." I said, "Cause I I got my hands full." Yeah. And I and they bust out laughing. He said, "Really? You could have?" And I said, "Nah." I said, "A long time ago, I probably thought that way." I said, "But I have my hands full now." I said, "The thing about God is, you can do all the." Creating that you want to do, but whatever he don't touch, he don't touch. He don't touch that. He has the final say. He has the final say on everything. I can that's, try that's to why, create life, but that's why I don't play around with people that be like, as since we talk about minding your business, even people that are pursuing degrees or careers, yeah, pursue your interest, yeah, by all means, yeah, whatever God touch, he gonna touch, yeah. But if you sitting around waiting for him to touch it before you do it. Oh, it's a wrap. Good luck with that. It's a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) He was made in his image for a reason. We we got delegated. Authority. authority. He said, till the land. Your land Mm -hmm. is different now. Yeah. But it's still yours. He said Mm -hmm. it's going to be, it's not going to yield to you like you want it to either. Yeah. So he was letting you know, like, you're going to put a lot of effort into it and not even get equal to what you put into it. You still got to make it rain. But you still, you still got to do it. Yeah. And you still got to pray for rain. You yeah. know, that's my saying. Yeah. And it always come out. You always come out. Shout out to Antoinette. She, she sent me a job opportunity and I'm like, I'm, I'm keeping this in mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing's off the table. Yeah. But one thing I know to do. Is I just keep working and praying for rain. Yeah. I feel a few drops on my face. That's all it takes. You feel a few drops and all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's time. Yeah. It's just that quick. That's why you can't. You got to just work. You got to just move. You got to just tend to your stuff. I'm telling you, if we tended to our children the way we should, people keep saying, no, kids going to do what they want to do anyway. No, if you tend to your children, tend to your business like you should, you will reap the benefits. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You you don't have to worry about those things. The things that God cares about, (laughs) you know, like you don't have to work or overwork yourself for. See, we don't. We got to make it clear. (laughs) We don't suffer loss. Yeah. The people of God don't suffer loss. I shared it with your daughters, the other Bible study. So the people of God who obey his commands, they are mighty in the land. Yeah. We don't suffer loss. So wait a minute. I see Christian people take an L all the time. It's an L to you. It's an L to you. Yeah. Our L's are different. Way different. But one thing. You will never see me do is forfeit. Ain't nothing worse 
It's the worst type of loss. I remember I, I didn't play for a lot of teams, but I played on soccer team. Yeah. And we got there. And our teacher left our jerseys. The coach left the jerseys. So we get all the way to Canton. You know, Canton is in the, <laughs> it's in the county. Yeah. We get to Canton. Referees like, y'all don't have your uniforms. And Miss Nichols, shout out to Miss Nichols. She said, well, they could just wear their shirts that they got on. She was, he was like, nah. He was like, well, we can we can actually uh, write their numbers on the back. Like, she want to write on our T-shirts. Oh, no. Nah. He was like, nah, you got to have the regulation jerseys. This game is forfeited. He walked away waving his hands. <laughs> and we was crying. <laughs> and she get in the car. She like, dude, she get back in the van. She fussing at us like, it's not that serious and stuff. It was to us. We probably was going to lose the game anyway. We didn't win any games. Yeah. But it hurt more to know we didn't get a chance to lose. Right. That's, oh, my gosh. That's I, people in the nutshell. Yeah. It didn't even get a chance to lose. It's people sitting at home. They not taking advantage of opportunities because they afraid to lose. You didn't even get a chance to. Didn't even get a chance to lose. Didn't even a chance. That set it set people apart. I remember uh, watching watching sports and realizing how much everybody got paid, and I was like, "Man, I just want to be a bench player." <laughs> and I thought to myself, "I said, man, you wouldn't even make it to the league just wanting to be a bench player." Yeah, because what it requires is it requires people who actually want to win, not people who want to sit out. Yeah, even though they sit out, they don't want to sit out. Yeah. The whole time they itching at the bit to jump in there and, and get their hands dirty. We dealing with people who just don't like that they they aspire to ride the bench. Yeah. And it's the very reason why you'll lose. You won't even make it to the game. You won't even get a chance. Man. And we're gonna we're gonna continue this conversation. I feel like this is just the beginning. Cause we gotta talk a little bit more about what that means to mind your business. <laughs> For men too, I think if anybody is getting a bad rap for not minding their business, it'd be men. Yeah, men. men That's the other conversation that comes out of seeing this grown man fuss with this, uh, his, this other grown man. Is that you gonna, you're going to eat the fruit of what you cultivated. Yeah, it came from him. Yeah. It's true. For better or for worse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For sure. For better or for worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure wherever Adam was, I'm pretty sure he wasn't looking and saying, I don't know how Cain got like this. <laughs> Real Church Matters. Mind your business. Thank you, Philip.